Hey, y'all. Hey. Good morning. Ooh, who we got on? Good morning, Nia. Good morning, Pastor Mary. Good, good morning, um, Kirby. Good morning. Uh, uh, oh, blessing. Hey, y'all. Come on. If you're on YouTube, like the video. Come on, YouTube strong this morning. So y'all must some y'all must be fasting. Y'all must be fasting. When you two get this strong, people be fasting. Hey, y'all. Hey. Good morning. Welcome. Welcome, 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 welcome. Welcome, 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 welcome. Good morning. Oh my God. Thank you. 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 Thank you, 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 Father God, thank you, Jesus, thank you, Lord, thank you, Father God, thank you, Jesus. Oh my God, come on, y'all. Uh uh, I'm sharing. Uh uh, I'm sharing. Come on. Oh my God, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. We're about to get some breakthroughs this morning. Come on. We're about to get some breakthroughs this morning. Good morning, Shania. Good morning, Angelo. Good morning, Marie. Good morning, Patricia. Good morning, Tremaine. Good morning, Courtney. Y'all do me a favor. Share the video. Come on, come on, come on, come on. Come on, come on, come on, come on. Oh, my God. What we got going on with my girl back here? Welcome, welcome. Oh, my God. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Hey, y'all. Oh, my goodness. Live back in this place. How y'all doing this morning? Oh, my goodness. Look at this word. Oh, my sweatshirt says, and etonant. Etonant. It's a French word, and it means amazing. Come on, y'all. Amazing. Woo! Thank you, Lord. I need to look something up. And then we're going to pray and we're going to get started. I hear you, Holy Spirit. Yeah, Lord, we thank you for breakthroughs this morning. We thank you for breakthroughs this morning. We, we thank you for breakthroughs this morning. So the word efficacy, um, the ability to produce a desired or intent, intended result, right? And for us as um, Christians and kingdom um, our efficacy is sustained, is sustained and built by God. But when we have something about called self-efficacy, it means we choose joy. Put that in the comments this morning. You know, you was getting a, a vocabulary uh, and, a, and, a, and a French word, etonant. Um, etonant. Um, you didn't know you was getting that this morning. And so efficacy, the ability, ability to produce a desired or intended result. And so we're going to produce an, a desired or intended result by choosing joy. Put that on your thing. I choose joy. I choose joy. I choose joy. I personally choose joy. Can't choose nobody else's joy. I choose joy. Can't make nobody else happy, but you can make a decision today. Guess what? I'm going to choose joy. Uh, it don't matter the circumstance, don't matter the situation, don't matter what I'm facing, don't matter what it looks like. I'm going to find efficacy. I'm going to bring something to myself. Woo! 
Um, I choose joy. I choose joy. I choose joy. I choose joy. No matter what I'm seeing, no matter what concerns me, no matter what has me overwhelmed right now, I choose joy. I'm going to make a decision to remember that God is with me. I'm going to make a decision to remember that God sustains me. I'm going to make a decision to remember that God provides for me. I'm going to make a decision uh, to remember woo, that God protects me and he protects mine and he protects my children. I'm going to make a decision that wherever my feet go, I am blessed. I'm going to make a decision that favor goes before me and favor is my rear guard. I'm going to make a decision that I'm the head and not the tail. I'm above and not beneath. I'm a lender and not a borrower. I'm going to make a decision that I'm free. I'm going to make a decision that I am his righteousness, that I am his beloved. Come on. I'm going to make a decision. I'm not trying to orchestrate anything, Pastor Mary. I'm going to make a decision. I'm going to find this for myself. I'm going to pull on this myself. I'm going to grasp this myself. I'm not going to make wait till I go to work and somebody makes me happy. I'm not going to wait until my husband shows up and make me happy. I'm not going to wait on the marriage to come. Woo! Come on, single ladies. Come on, single ladies. I'm not going to wait on the marriage to come and become happy. I'm not going to wait until I get my new house and become happy. I'm not going to wait until I get my new car and, and become happy. I'm not going to wait until the circumstance change. I'm not going to wait until the situation change. I'm not going to wait until I get a new boss and become happy. I'm not going to Wait until all Josiah's scholarships come in. Now, Julia, I see him at the college. I see his tuition paid. I see it happening now. Tremaine, I'm not going to wait. I'm going to make a decision today that I'm going to pull on heaven and I'm going to choose joy. I'm going to remember today, Marie, that life and death is in the power of my tongue and that my mouth is a prophetic portal that aligns with the word of God and brings truth to my circumstance and situation. I ain't going to wait. Can I tell y'all something I learned this weekend? And I've done therapy before. I believe in therapy, but the therapist is only there. Ooh, come on, Kiki. King, the therapist is only there to get you to dig deeper. The therapist, you're not to be dependent upon your therapist. Your therapist is not there as your feel-good moment. The therapist is only there to get you to dig deeper to see why that behavior is there, why what's going on in your life. So even before I get to the therapist, even before I get to wherever, even before I get to church, I'm going to remember and I'm going to choose joy and I'm going to tap into the fact and the possibility that God is with me, that he'll never leave me, he'll never forsake me, that there is no circumstance, no situation, and no problem that God can't handle. As a matter of fact, let me let me get perspective this morning. Whatever can be held in my hands, whatever, and I ain't got the, my hands not that big, whatever can't be held in my hands, whatever can't be held in my hands, whatever can't be held in my hands, I refuse to carry today. I refuse to allow it to determine how my day goes. I refuse. If it can't fit here in between the two little palms of my hand, Miss Pat, then guess what? I'm getting ready to set this to the side. I'm going to give it to the one who cares for me. I'm going to give it to the problem bearer. I'm going to give it to the one who said, cast all your cares on me because I care for you. I'm going to give it to the one who told me life is a little bit lighter if I give him what's going on in my life. I'm not 
getting ready to possess. Because here's what I know to be true. If I possess what I can't control, it'll start to possess me. Ooh, if I, come on now, if I continue to possess what I can't control, you better write that down. That was a word drop. If I continue to possess woo, what I can't control, then what happens is it begins to possess me. And the reason that it begins to possess me is because I'm trying to hold on to it. I'm trying to control it. I'm trying to make it happen. And I can't make it happen. And I can't put, no, I can't. If it don't fit in this hand, I'm going to let go of it so that I don't try to possess something and then it possesses me. Do you know what happens when it possesses me? Then I begin to have an idol or a God or something that has my focus. And Matthew 6 and 33 woke me up and reminded me, Lakeisha M. Johnson, seek ye first the kingdom of heaven and everything else that you've been believing for, baby, and everything else you've been declaring for, baby, and everything else you've been standing for, for baby, I'm going to add that unto you. And the reason that I'm going to add it unto you is because this is what I'm calling into your life. But until it gets there, somebody say until it gets there. Come on. So see, you got a real God. You got a tangible God. You can pick up the phone and have a conversation with your God. Like you can have a conversation with your girlfriend. So until it gets there, woo, I'm not about to possess. I'm through holding on to what ooh, I'm not going to put it. I'm not going to try to possess it because I'm going to try to control it. And I don't need to try to control it. If I understand God made me the head and not the tail above and not beneath a lender. And not, I don't need to try to control it when I understand that God has got the whole world in his hands. I don't need to try to possess it and to control it. Right. Because if I try to possess it and control it, come on, my God, it's going to have a hold on my mind. It's going to have a hold on my thoughts. It's going to have me leaning in the wrong direction. When Proverbs 3, 5, and 6 says, trust in the Lord with all my heart. Lean not into my own understanding. In all my ways, acknowledge him, and he's going to direct my path. So when I put myself in a position to understand whatever I can control in my hand, I ain't got no business um, trying to possess it. Then what I turn around and do is say, Lord, I don't, I don't know how to handle this circumstance. I don't know how to be the perfect mother. I don't know how to be the perfect wife. I don't know how to be the perfect pastor. But what I do know how to do is trust you. Ooh, come on, y'all. What I do know how to do is trust you. What I do know how to do is trust you. And if I don't know how to trust you, then what I'm going to do is skip over to the verse where the man told God, you know, if you can. And Jesus turned around and said, if I can. And the man said, Lord, help me with my unbelief. Then what I'm going to do, Debbie, until it gets here, I'm going to ask the Lord, help me with my unbelief. Because I don't want to lean into any understanding of Lakeisha. Because understanding of Lakeisha might be emotional. Understanding of Lakeisha might be out of my trauma. Understanding of Lakeisha might come from past mistakes. Understanding of Lakeisha, come on, y'all, may shift and shape me into a space that does not look like God. So even when I do not know how, Lord God, I need your wisdom. Holy Spirit, come on. Especially when we're dealing with a person. Holy Spirit, this is your child. 
Holy Spirit, this is your, Lord, this is your child. So Holy Spirit, I need you to be the advocate in every circumstance and every situation. And I hope that charge you up. That ain't even the devotional. <laughs> that ain't even the devotional. That ain't even what God gave me to give you. That, that, that ain't even... That ain't even the devotional this morning. That's just you being built up in faith so you can walk into the fullness of who God called you to be. Come on. So this morning, my efficacy, my self-efficacy um, is that I'm going to choose joy. <laughs> I'm going to choose joy. I don't, I don't care what it looks like. I'm going I'm to choose joy. I don't care who calling me. I'm going to choose joy. I don't care who walking away from me. I'm going to choose joy. I don't care. Um, if it ain't paid yet, I'm going to choose joy I'm a, because I understand Philippians 4 and 19 that he shall supply all my needs according to his riches and glory. So I don't have to take care of my needs. He gets to be total source. Oh, come on. Lord, I need you to be total source and supply. He gets to, if God come on, y'all. I made this post um, the other day. If God, woo, if God did not intend for me to be in lack, then why am I chasing lack? I chase lack when I try to make things happen for myself when I don't understand he is my source, he is my supply, and he is going to provide according to his riches and glory. We got to get out of a lack impoverished mentality. When you have a lack impoverished mentality, you operate in a scarcity mentality. When you operate in scarcity, you believe that God doesn't own a cattle on a thousand hill. You believe that God doesn't have the capacity to provide and to meet every need. I didn't say your wants. You will get some wants, but I didn't say your wants. You have the capacity to think when you are worried over bills and I'm telling you, baby, because I haven't been there before. You have a scarcity mentality. And what a scarcity mentality says is it won't show back up. How can God come on, somebody put it in your notes, Tamika? How can God? How can God, Dietrich? How can God, Patsy? Come on, y'all. Y'all got me on something this morning. How can God, who says, my, 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 John 10 and 10, come on. I'm the, the thief came to steal, kill, and destroy, but I came to have life so you can have life. How can God, how can a good God, how can a sovereign God, how can a just God that promise to provide every, how can God not meet your needs Ooh, according to his riches and glory? What kind of father would he be? Not to me. And this is not just a physical need. This is a spiritual need. This is an emotional need. This is a mental need. God put his name on the line and said, I will supply every last need you have according to my riches and glory. According, how can how can God, how can that kind of God walk away from uh, his word, he can't because the scripture reminds us he is the truth and there ain't a lie in him. Ooh, come on. You better get you some faith this morning. He is the truth and there ain't a lie in him. He is the truth and there ain't a lie in him. 
Oh, come on. He is the truth and there ain't a lie in him. When he releases his word into the universe, come on, baby. When he releases his word into the universe, he is. See, you got to see God as God. Oh, come on. You got to see God as God. Genesis 1 and 1, when God spoke, right? When God releases his word into the universe, God releases his word. And then Pastor Mary, he is looking for the word to come back to him, producing something. So when God released you into this universe, oh, when God released you into this universe, he is looking for you to come back producing something, Irene. So if he is looking for you to come back producing something, why would he leave you in lack? Why would he leave you broke? Why would he leave you unhealthy? No. And anything that don't add up in the in-between, Makisha, he said, I got some grace on it. Anything, I got to go. Anything that don't add, is that it, Holy Spirit? That's it. I, anything that don't add up in the in-between. He said, I got some grace. I got something. See, you got to see grace that sustains you. You got to understand that grace will lift you. You got to understand that grace will take you from one place to the next. You got to understand that when you dwell in the secret place of the most high and abide in the shadow of the almighty, you might see the enemy, but he don't get to have victory over your circumstance or your situation. You got to understand when you plant it by the streams and you make a decision to walk in godly counsel and walk away from everything that is not God while you're planted and it looks like they're being successful, your roots are getting rooted in something that will last you a lifetime. Your roots are getting rooted in something that will not wither. Your roots are getting rooted in something that's going to produce for you, in you, and in and for you, for the generations. You got to understand this is a fruitful God. You got to understand that this is a life-giving God. You got to understand that this is a, a all-seeing and an all-knowing God. He knew exactly where you were today. He knew exactly what you're going to do tonight. He knows exactly what you're going to believe a little bit later. He knows, and he still chooses to love you. Why? Because Romans, come on, y'all. I'm going to end this thing on this. I'm not even going to teach what he gave you. I'm going to stay right in this vein because apparently this morning you needed something from God. You needed an encounter from God. You needed something that was going to break off the walls from yesterday. You needed something that would help you flip the script. You, need to, you needed something to tell the devil, you know what? You a liar. You a thief. You the accuser of the brother. This condemnation that I'm feeling right now that didn't come from God. The Holy Spirit is alive and active and teaching and grooming me. Why? Because according to Philippians 1, 6, I know my God to be a finisher. I know my God to be a, a, a completer. Come on now. My God. Let me give you this. 26 verse, 826. It says in the same way the Spirit, oh, also helps us in our weaknesses because we do not know what to pray for as we should 
We don't always know what to pray for as we should. You don't always have the right words to pray. I don't always have the right things to say, but there is a person. There is a person, Keith. There is a person, Debbie. There is a person, Kelly. There is a person that knows how to pray when I don't know how to pray. There is a person that is all seeing. There is a person that is all knowing. There is a person that goes before me. There is a person that is my rear guard that knows how to pray when I do not know how to pray or when I'm too weak to stand in the word or when I'm too weak to walk away from the temptation or when I'm too weak. There is a person that knows how to pray to bring me back into divine alignment with what God said, with how God spoke and how God thinks of Lakeisha. So it says in the same way, the spirit also helps us in our weakness because we do not know what to pray for as we should, but the spirit himself, somebody put it in your notes, the spirit himself, come on, see himself, a person, the Holy Spirit is not some mystical being. The Holy Spirit is alive and living in you. And even though you may only feel a portion of it in this season, the more you Romans 12 and 1, 2, offer your body as a living sacrifice. Here's what I know to be true with God. As you offer your body as a living sacrifice and say, you know what? I'm not going to conform. See, you thought conforming to this world was just about sin, but conforming to this world is living in the flesh and not in the spirit. I'm not going to conform to the things of this world. I'm not going to think like this world thinks. I'm going to think that God can supply my needs. I'm going to think that God never runs out. I'm going to think that God has the capacity to bring me full into who I'm supposed to see. So it says the spirit himself intercedes for us with unspoken groaning. And he who searches our hearts knows the mind of the spirit because he intercedes for the saints according to the will of God. See, remember in our hearts is our deep-seated belief system. So in our hearts, if we have a deep-seated belief system and it's wrong, then the spirit is going to search my heart and tell me, you got a scarcity, lack, impoverished mentality that does not line up with who your father is, how your father provides, and the truth of what your father said. See, that's the that's the beauty about the spirit. It's going to tell me, no, you ain't in faith. You in fear. No, you're not worshiping. You worrying. Ooh, come on. The spirit itself is it's going to intercede for me. Why? Because that is the will of God. Oh, it's the will of God that the spirit itself intercedes. This is my part. This is my verse. I want this verse on my back. It said, we know all things. Come on. Somebody say all in caps. Put it in caps. We know all Put it, I need you to put all in caps this morning. I don't need you to leave it anywhere else. We're about to close out in three minutes. And we know all things. Put it in big letters, caps, all things. We know all things. Come on, y'all. All. Can I tell you what all refers to? All refers to the whole quantity. <laughs> all refers to the extent of it. <laughs> Come on, y'all. All refers to, to the whole quantity. 
all means every all means every single one all means each and everything all is the entirety all is complete all means the total all means full all means utter all means perfect all means maximum all also means everyone Woo! so we know all things when we talk about all things that's everything that concerns us don't leave out your finances don't leave out your health. Don't leave out your husband. Don't leave out your children. Don't even leave out your ex. That was a situation that was bringing you into the more of God. So we know all things. Y'all making me. Hold on. We know all things work together for the good of those that love God, who are called according to his purpose. See, what I didn't have understanding for was Miss Walker. I thought I was called to my purpose. I was so busy trying to focus on my purpose instead of seeking the kingdom of God that I was missing um, all things working together for my good called according to his purpose. So as I have gained maturity in my 49 years of age, I have began to understand, Pastor Mary, that if it fall apart rough, that even if it looks like it falls apart, two things. God is either going to bring something brand new or he going to pull that thing back together. And the reason that he's going to pull it back together is because he has already told me that all things work together for the good of them that love the Lord. And baby, I'm like David. Lord, I might not have it right, but I love you. My God, I may not get this right daily, but I love you. So all things work together for the good of those who love God, who are called to purpose. For those he foreknew, you need to get evidence of this in your brain today. For those he foreknew, he also predestined to be conformed to the image of his son. You are already predestined to look like Jesus. You are already predestined to smell like Jesus. You are already predestined to talk like Jesus. You are already predestined to show up like Jesus. Why? Because this is what God called you. He says, for those he foreknew, he also predestined to be conformed to the image of his son so that he would be the firstborn among many brothers and sisters. Jesus was the firstborn among many. We are heirs. You are joint heirs in Christ. So the point of God is for you to come out looking like Christ. And those he predestined, he also called. And those he called, he also justified. Come on, y'all. You've been looking at this thing wrong. Oh, my God. And those he called, he also justified. Let me give you justified. Y'all know I like definitions. Come on. Just, let, let me give you justified. Y'all know I like. You gonna get a definition on this. Come on. Oh, my God. He also justified. I want you to have true meaning of who you are and how God feels about you. Having done or marked by legitimate. You're a legitimate heir. You a legitimate heir. You not no ill, legitimate. I don't care if somebody ever, excuse me for you say, folks, called you a bastard. You are a legitimate heir to the throne. You are not orphaned. You are not a bastard. You are a legitimate heir 
to the throne. So he justified you. He legitimized you through Christ Jesus. He declared you righteous, Tremaine. He declared, put that in the comments, put that in your notes. I am declared righteous in the sight of God, which means I'm good with God. Come on. I'm good with God. Put that in the comments. I'm good with God. We've been so busy trying to be good with man that we forget we good with God. So when you try to be good with man, you won't seek the kingdom. I got to go. Let's see. I hear you, Holy Spirit. Y'all, I'm not doing this with y'all today. When you don't understand that you're good with God, you will not seek the kingdom. You'll seek people. You'll seek status. You'll seek Facebook likes. You'll seek being things. Can I tell you, let me your personal testimony about your girl, right? <laughs> and then we're going to close out. I'm going to give you personal testimony. I thought I was in a spirit period and space in my life where life was just life. Life was just life. And because life was just life, um, I thought that I needed to move. And um, the move was still in the all things. I had been in an abusive relationship, horribly abusive relationship that took my self-worth, that took my self-value. And because I love this man more than I love God, <laughs> it was taking me down and it was taking me through. And I was seeking him, forgive me, Father, in the name of Jesus. I was seeking him more than I was seeking God. And because I was seeking him more than I was seeking God, um, this relationship became to my detriment. And when the relationship became to my detriment, I made a phone call and I told my father, I said, daddy, um, my physical, my real daddy, daddy, I need to come be with you. This is too much. And he said, baby, come on. So I left and I moved to Michigan. And when I left and I moved to Michigan, um, I was there. But I want to tell y'all something. George, the same me came with me. Changing my location did not get rid of the me that did not understand my righteousness. Changing my location did not get rid of the me that did not understand who I was in Christ. The same me came with me. Oh, giving you some freedom. The same, I didn't, the same me, Tremaine came with me so when the same me that didn't understand who i was in god can, can i give you a little bit more niecy the same me that came with me was also traveling into relationships <laughs> like like the same me the same me the same me was also traveling into relationships the same me was also going to job after job the same oh y'all come on be real uh, this, the same the same me was also traveling into friendships. The same me went out the country. The same me came. Come on now. The same. Come on, Kirby. New location. Same mindset. The same me was still with me. The same me was still with me. The same me was still with me. So I had to begin to learn to meditate my righteousness my right standing so that I could stop chasing after any, it broke this morning. I hear you. I hear you, Holy Spirit. It broke this morning. It broke this morning. 
Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. So I had to meditate my righteousness. Come on now, my God. So that the same me, my God, didn't live out the rest of my life. But still, even in that, all things work together for my good. Y'all better take that this morning. Some of y'all need to replay this. Father God, we thank you for your word this morning. We thank you, Father God, for Hebrews 4 and 12, that this word is separating, piercing, dividing, sees the things in our heart that do not align with you. We give you permission this morning. Please take out anything that is not going to bring you glory. Please bring us out of any relationship that is not going to bring you glory. I thank you, Father God, for um, guiding us when we've been misguided, um, helping us when we've seemed to be misunderstood. I thank you, Lord God, for opening the eyes of our understanding to the hope of who you called us to be in Christ Jesus. Y'all, it's going to be a good day. 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 I am decreeing and declaring that God is going to do more for you today than he has done all year. Woo, Come on, y'all. I'm excited. It's going to be a good day. God is going to do more for you today than he has done for you all year. He already has. He met you right here in this place at this time to bring you some truth so that you could walk in the freedom that is due to you in Christ Jesus. It's going to be a good day. It's going to be a good day. Take it, Courtney. It's going to be a good day. It's going to be a good day. I love y'all so much. Two things. If the Lord places it on your heart, right? We sow where we grow. If the Lord places it on your heart to partner with this ministry, go over to the website, lmjministries.org, and you can give there. Or you may cash at us, dollar sign, L-M-J-M-I-N-I-S-T-R-Y. Um, second thing is, if you have never accepted Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior, I'm about to teach you how to have a good day, <laughs> how your good day starts and your good day start with Jesus. Or maybe you don't even really know you were saved. Like I didn't get saved really until I was 27. I was baptized as eight, got baptized again at 27 because I ain't know who I was. Ooh, come on. Oh, my God. So I want you to make this statement of faith. And then after you make this statement of faith, guess what we're going to do? We're going to send you some materials and I want to continue to disciple you, which means you get to show up here. Oh, OK. Right. Dear Jesus, I'm in need of a savior. Repeat after me. I'm asking you to come into my heart to take away my sins. I promise to love and follow you best I can. Thank you, Jesus, for saving if you said that prayer, send us an email to info at justbeinglmj.com and we're going to send you some resources and we're going to send you some materials. It's going to be a good day. 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 I love you. God loves you. I love you. But our Father, He loves you so much more. So do me a favor. Go be loved today. Let somebody else, no matter what, choose love today. Let somebody else um, get, you know, let somebody else know how much God loves them. Share this devotion with somebody. Buy somebody a cup of coffee. Um, and we're back here in the morning, 6 a.m. Um, be ready. Be expected. 
I expect to see God. And why? Because I, I told him, I said, I want your presence with me always. I expect to see God today like never before. Love y'all. Love, peace, and blessings. It's going to be your good day. It's going to be your good day. It's going to be your good day.